You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. And if you're physically able, go ahead and stand with me. Revelations chapter 9. Uh, we are in the 21st uh, message uh, of this uh, study out of the book of Revelation. And so Revelation chapter number 9. And we're going to read verses 13 to 15 tonight. Revelation chapter number 9. Verses 13 through 15. I'll start on verse 13. Join me on verse 14. Revelation chapter 9. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from, our, from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, Lose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. And here we are continuing our studying of Revelation. And as we continue through this uh, outline and continue through this uh, passage, uh, we see this, this trumpet, this judgment, this sixth trumpet uh, sounding and the second of the woes here, uh, and we get into some very troublesome times. And so let's uh, pray and ask the Lord to help us as we look into his word tonight. And Father, uh, we come before you. Uh, we are blessed to be able to have uh, your word in our hands, uh, the ability to be able to hold it, to, to read it, uh, to study it. Uh, and to share it. We pray that you would help us now as we open up the Word of God. Uh, just give us insight and help us to make practical application in our own lives. And so I pray that you'd help us to understand uh, things to come. And so lead us now, please. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. You can be seated. Here's where continuing here. There's uh, the basic outlines coming from John Butler. He has uh, just a uh, amazing outline of this chapter here, and so we're looking at that tonight. Uh, but we have been looking at these uh, these trumpets. Uh, we saw the first trumpet, and that was the scorching judgment. The second trumpet was the sea judgment. Then we saw the third trumpet, and it was a star judgment. Uh, trumpet number four was the sky judgment. And then when you get into in trumpet number five, as the beginning of woes, and we had the first woe uh, last week, or this tonight, we are going to look at that second woe, uh, and with this second woe, uh, it is getting so much worse. Aren't you glad you're saved? You know, for those of us that are saved, these are things that are to come, but we will not be a part of this. You know, God has saved us from wrath to come. Uh, he has not appointed us unto wrath. And that, that is a blessing to know. You know, just as a parent, uh, we, we discipline our children, uh, and that punishment comes to correct behavior. But, but even in a time of punishment, it is not wrath. It's not wrath. Uh, here we are finding judgment that's coming upon the earth. 
And, and we're, we are seeing this uh, here and how God has, is bringing judgment on the earth. Sins that are being unpunished right now will be punished. The things that we look at and think, this is unfathomable, how can this even be going on? Uh, AB 2223 uh, goes to Appropriations Committee tomorrow for a vote. Uh, and that is the bill that legalizes ch killing children even after they are born. You know, abortion is, is, is terrible enough. And then they are saying that it goes beyond even the time of the child being born. What a, what a travesty. It is unbelievable to think that that is even being put forth in America for a vote. And yet it is. We are living in days we deserve the judgment of Almighty God. This nation deserves judgment. And the reality is, some of it's our fault because we haven't been the light we're supposed to be. And had, the, had believers like you and me and the generations before, had we been the light, maybe some of this wouldn't have gone on. But we do know, the Bible does tell us that it's going to wax worse and worse. And that is uh, what we're looking at tonight. And that judgment is going to come. Uh, and so uh, we, we look here. Did we pray? We did, didn't we? All right, okay, good. All right, let's look, first of all, uh, we're looking at, this is the slaying judgment, the slaying judgment. So uh, look with me at verse number 13. Uh, it says, And the sixth angel, angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And so here we see uh, the place of that command. So we see the command of the slain. The command of the slain is the first point. Uh, but we see the place of that command. Uh, it was from the golden altar. Uh, now, uh, when we, we look at this golden altar, it is the, uh, this command is coming uh, from the same place, we believe, was the altar of incense. Uh, go back to chapter number uh, 6, if you would. Uh, go back to chapter 6. And we'll look at verse number 9 through 11. Revelation 6. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto uh, every one of them. And it was... Uh, said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that they should be killed as they were uh, should be fulfilled. That should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Uh, and so here, uh, what do we find? We find the altar. They're coming back to the altar. And, and with this, uh, the, the altar of incense was the prayer of the saints. It was uh, where the, the cry of the saints were coming up before God. And so here, uh, we believe that that altar here that's being referenced is the, the, the uh, altar of incense of those prayers going up. Uh, but, but 
with that, though, we see that divine uh, justice calls for judgment. Divine justice calls for judgment. And God's justice will be just. You know, sometimes we think, how can that be just? Maybe that's just me. But when I think about Adam and his sin, what was Adam's sin? He ate a piece of fruit. And all of us were cast into a sinful nature or, and have a sinful nature. And now there is a judgment called hell on that sin. Now, you know what? I can pick some people's sins and I can think, okay, I get it why they deserve to go to hell. Don't look at me with that pharisaical look. But the reality is we can look at somebody else or some of the horrific sins that, that people have, the atrocities that people have done, and we can understand that. But when you stop and think about somebody that is a good person, that lived a good moral life, that was honest, they just didn't get saved. God's justice is still just. Because we can't wrap our mind around it doesn't mean it's not just. You know, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. What is faith? It is trust. It's trust. We place our trust in God. And we trust that God, as being God, is just. And He is. He is just. And here when we look, we see that the, uh, in God's justice, there's judgment that is called for. Uh, this justice uh, will be just and it will be justified. Uh, take your Bibles, go to Deuteronomy chapter 32. Deuteronomy chapter 32. Uh, you remember in Revelations chapter 6, you had the martyrs that were crying up uh, for, for justice, uh, for the, the, judge, or the, uh, the atrocities that had been uh, put against them. But Deuteronomy chapter 32, if you would, Deuteronomy 32 verse 35, To me belongeth vengeance and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time. Their foot shall slide in due time. For the day of their calamity is at hand, and things that shall come upon them shall make haste. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 19. Uh, the Bible says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place under wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. You know, vengeance is God's, God's side. Judgment is on God's side. That's not on us. It's not you and I to figure out what justice is or what judgment is. It is, it is God's uh, realm. Justice is in the realm of the Almighty. And here we see that this, uh, this uh, command uh, is given. But then we see those that were in, involved in it, uh, in this command. Look at verse number 14, Revelation 
Revelation chapter 9, verse 14. Uh, it says, Saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. Now, what do we see? We see the place that they're coming from, uh, the river Euphrates. Uh, and uh, with this, these, these uh, angels, now, these angels are not heavenly beings. These are these angels, these are, these, are, uh, these are angels. Heavenly beings do not have to be loosed. The evil has to be loosed. The evil has to have permission. And we see that here in this passage. So these angels, the word angel is talking about a spirit. These are evil, uh, evil spirits uh, that are going to be used as judgment. Saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. So uh, the sixth angel which had the trumpet is loosing these four angels, these four spirits that are evil, that are bound in the great river Euphrates. Euphrates. Uh, so they, they had a place uh, that they were put in. There was permission that they had to have to be able to be loose, uh, to be able to bring about that, that judgment. Uh, and so then uh, we see this preparation that was there uh, for this judgment. Verse 15, Revelation 9, 15. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. Stop and think about that. These, these spirits, these judgments, they were coming to destroy, and they were going to destroy a third part of men. And these these wicked spirits, these wicked angels, they were prepared for this evil work. Now notice here that there was a specific time of preparation. And this timing that was there was not the time of the judgment. It was the time of the preparation for what they were going to do. Uh, and uh, God's knowledge and awareness does not change. But this preparation time of this judgment was within the realm of God's foreknowledge. You know, God is not stuck in time. He inhabits eternity. He's be he is before the world was. I just, I love that to think about how, how great our God is. I mean, he still is before the world was, and he still is presently right now when the world will be no more. That's, what an amazing God uh, that we serve. And, and here in that, uh, we see how God, he, he was, there was a preparation, there was a time. God has everything figured out. You know, our tomorrow is already figured out. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but as the songwriter wrote, we know who holds tomorrow. And, and what a blessing that that is. But there was preparation here uh, and, and in this, this uh, judgment that was coming. And uh, we see the command uh, for the slain. Uh, but, 
But with that, uh, that, that slain, uh, it, was, it, was a, uh, it was a enormous amount of judgment that's coming. So we see, the, uh, we see, first of all, the command, but then we see a channel for that slain. Look at Revelation 9, verse 16. Revelation 9, 16. It says, And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000 thousand, and I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in the vision, and them that sat on them, having breastplates of fire and of jacinth and brimstone, and the heads of the horses were as heads of lions, and out of their mouth issued fire and smoke and brimstone. By these three was the third part uh, of men killed by fire and by smoke and by brimstone which issued out of their mouths. For their power is in their mouth and in their tails, for their tails were like unto serpents and had heads, and with them they do hurt. What do we see? We, first we see this army that is going to be brought about, uh, that is going to bring this judgment. And this army, uh, we see first of all that the character of this army, it was, it was a cavalry. You see horsemen. We don't see any foot soldiers. Uh, we see this uh, horse-like uh, beasts that were there. Uh, and, and with this, uh, there, there was, the count of it was two mil, 200 million. 200 million. And here John, he said, I heard them. You know, all you have to do is have a couple kids in the house and you hear them. Can you imagine 200 million in an army gathered? You talk about fear. Just the sound would bring great fear. Not to mention the what you saw. And these this this army of horsemen that were coming, two hundred million, uh, overwhelming in number, overwhelming in power. Verse 17, and thus I saw the horses in the vision and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire and of jacinth and uh, brimstone and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions and out of their mouths issued uh, fire and smoke and brimstone. And by these was the third part of men killed by fire and smoke and brimstone. So you see that scorching heat, the fire, and people were, were killed and destroyed because of that fire. The smoke, the smoke, not being able to breathe. You know, I, I don't have asthma, never have had asthma. My kids, uh, David and Jonathan, both have asthma, and they've, they have experienced that. Others have COPD or you have asthma and all of a sudden when you can't get a breath I've seen the look on people's faces as they're trying to get an inhaler just the fear but there's no no way to get relief you know when God's judgment comes you can't run 
And child of God, when God's punishing hand comes because we're wayward, we can't run either. I remember when I was little, well, I, I, part, I don't remember all of the story. Some of it are uh, my mom, but I remember uh, she, she had, uh, I, was, I was a toddler. No, I just remember her telling me the story. Uh, but uh, she, she um, uh, had me, I was two, I'm two years and a day older than my sister. And she was, uh, she was with, she, she still had my, um, uh, was, had not had my sister yet, but she had fallen and broken her leg. And so she was on crutches. We lived in a trailer. It was an RV and we lived in this trailer and I was a toddler. I guess I locked her out uh, of the trailer and she would, uh, they were pounding on the door trying to get me to let them in, unlock the door. And I guess I just sat there and said, nope. Uh, and uh, anyway, they had to break the window out of the door to get in, to, uh, to get in. And when they got in, they got to me. Uh, but uh, anyway, mom said when, uh, when I was little, she would call me to come back over. And she said I would take off running uh, because I knew I could outrun her. Uh, and she would take her crutches and trip me, and then, uh, then I couldn't get away anymore. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, we can't, we can't get away from the Lord. There's nowhere for us to go. Uh, but here, this scorching heat, this fire, uh, the, uh, the, the judgment that was there, and, uh, and people would die because of that, the smoke that was there, uh, and the death that was coming. Uh, we see these, these beasts and the, uh, the visage of these uh, heads uh, like the lions and tails uh, like serpents. And uh, you look at uh, these, uh, the mouth, uh, the power that they had. Uh, it, was, it was unbelievable, yet uh, we see that uh, these, these individuals, these, uh, these, this judgment, it was coming. Uh, uh, the, the serpents, the tail, the heads uh, were there. Uh, they were both injurious there, uh, and people were dying. Uh, the sulfur uh, the brimstone there, uh, they say that was molten fire, that was molten rock uh, that was the result of that. Uh, and so just a, uh, just a detrimental time and uh, the, the amount of, uh, of death. Uh, but we see the, thirdly, uh, we see the count of the slain. If you look at verse number 18, he says here that, he said that, uh, and by these three, the the uh, uh, the brim, the fire and the smoke and the the brimstone uh, by these three the third part of men killed by fire by smoke and brimstone which issued out of their mouths a third of the men were killed you know when you stop and think about the sheer amount of death. We believe that this was referring not just to men as males, but mankind. And with this, a third of mankind was killed. That's unbelievable. But you have to stop and think, wait a second. When we had the fourth seal open, a quarter of all mankind died. So if you go back to chapter 6, you see that in that fourth seal judgment, 25% of mankind died. 
So here now you have another third that dies. Well, 25% and 33.3% now, all of a sudden you have over 58% of people, almost 6 in 10 of the entire world population dies. That's called judgment. That's judgment. And as I back up and what we prefaced it with, God's judgment is always just. But here we see just the sheer terror that is going to be going on during this time. And so here, uh, 58%, uh, over half of the world's population are gone, almost 60%. Uh, just the mass casualties, uh, something that we have never seen before in history. And that is going to be what's going on down here during the tribulation period. But with that, you would think that people would turn to God. But what we find is contempt. Look with me at verse number 20. He said, And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not uh, worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk. Neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. You know, the lawless will not respond to justice. And here in this great time of opportunity, yet they're going to repent not. You know, you think, about, you think about the rich man who in hell lift up his eyes, being in torment. When did he say, Father Abraham, send Lazarus. He says, I have five brethren that I don't want them to come to this place. And we find that Abraham's response was that if they have Moses and the prophets, and if they don't believe Moses and the prophets, they wouldn't believe the one rose from the dead. You know, that's where they're at at this point. They are repenting not. And what don't they repent of? Uh, first of all, uh, we, we see that they don't repent of the slain, the murderers, the, the killing of innocent. You know, this is not wartime battle. Uh, they are murderers. And they are not repenting of their murders. How can you not think about abortion? How can you not think about the infanticide of what goes on? How can you not stop and think about how our culture has not only embraced the, the murder of the innocent, the unborn, uh, and then on the other side, uh, the, uh, the taking of the lives of those who are most feeble uh, and elderly, and, uh, and you have it on both sides where uh, they, are, uh, they are wanting to just destroy life. It's 
unbelievable that we live in such a day. But this slain, they did not repent. They did not repent of the slain. They did not repent of the sorceries. Uh, We see here uh, the sorceries uh, that they had. Uh, And with those sorceries, uh, it says, nor of their sorceries, verse 23. Uh, The word sorceries there is the same word pharmakia. The word that we get pharmaceuticals from. Drugs. They don't repent. They don't repent. And you look at witchcraft. When you, when you look at witchcraft in the Bible, it is the same word, pharmakia. Witchcraft and drugs, they go together. And these sorceries uh, that are here, they don't repent of it. You would think that with all that judgment, okay, God, I give. But that's not what happens. The slain, they don't repent of their slains. They don't repent of their sorceries. Uh, They don't repent of their sexual sins, the fornication. They don't repent. They are unwilling to get it right. And we stop and think about that in the land that we live today. All of the sexual sins... The immorality, the LGBTQ question mark. I just read an article today, and there's a fly up here. I'm not just swinging my my hand at nothing. Just read an article today that they went up to 58 different gender identities. But that wasn't enough. Now there's a new list out, 72 gender identities the words that are there you can't even make sense of they'll have man and then they'll have transgender man and then they will have non-transgender man it's like isn't that the same thing as man and they it is it's confusion And they are pushing it on every level to our kids. Don't get an idea that it's just something as an option. It's not an option. It is being promoted on on unbelievable proportions. And here they're they're not going to repent of these sins. They're embracing them. I saw, the list that I saw was only about 15. And I thought, I'm going to have to get a dictionary out to even figure out what these words are. And then after I thought about that, I said, I don't even want to know what these things are. I'm not even going to bother. It's just, it's perversion. And, And here with this, that confusion that is there, God is not the author of confusion. 1 Corinthians Chapter 14, you find that statement, God is not the author of confusion. And when you back up into context, you see that, that, uh, that term that God is not the author of confusion. He goes back to speaking in tongues. 
He goes back to false doctrines and teachings. And, and, and with that, God doesn't want us to be confused. He doesn't want us to be confused in the church. He doesn't want us to be confused with false doctrine. Uh, but that's the same in anything. God is not the author of confusion. He is the author of truth. Uh, and, and here we see just uh, the confusion that is going on uh, in the world that we live in. But it's going to be judged. Then the last thing that is, that is mentioned there is their thefts, their stealing. And for all these things, the Bible says, they repented not. They repented not. And with that, that judgment comes. And that judgment is final. When we get to Revelation chapter 20, we read of death and hell were cast in the lake of fire. We find that those whose names were not written down in the Lamb's book of life were cast in the lake of fire. You know, that's, that's the mission of the church is to reach people before these judgments. The mission is, is to convey truth so people won't go there. So people won't have to endure that kind of judgment. What a wonderful thing to have God as our Heavenly Father. As opposed to our judge. And those that are without Christ are condemned already. Because they have not believed. And with that unbelief, there's judgment that's there. You know, you and I, we are so blessed. I mean, I'm looking around at people that, as far as I know, you have a testimony of salvation. And what a blessing that that is. But with that great opportunity to be a child of God is also a great responsibility to warn the lost. You know, Yuba County is the fastest growing county in California. Go figure. Fastest growing county in the, in the state. You know, we are, right now, we are sort of in the country, but the city's coming to us. It's coming to us. We've got another 500 homes coming over here. we got it right over here off of Hamilton. We've got a couple hundred homes there getting ready to go in. Uh, it's coming our direction. You know, the Lord has situated us out here amid some orchards for such a time as this. There are people that need to be reached in our community. There are neighbors that you have right now or are getting ready to be your neighbors that need somebody to be light. And you and I... We've got to make sure that we are being yielded to the Lord, allowing Him to use us. We're nobody special, but we are blessed. And with that, let's do what we can to tell other people so they don't go through these judgments. You know, John wasn't given this revelation just to be able to throw down and give us some information that was a neat story. He didn't, he didn't pin this down, Lord's re the revelation, 
This was not given just so we could have some, some good visuals. This is given to help us realize that judgment's coming for those that do not know Christ. We've got to make sure that we are working on that. Hush. Sorry, something went wrong. Please try again. I don't even know how to turn her off. Yeah, she'll get saved. <laughs> hey, Siri, shut up. <laughs> uh, but God, God gives us an opportunity to see, and it should challenge us to want to tell other people. I was talking to Brother Ray, and here with everything going on, he just got to win somebody to the Lord. You know, we get so busy, caught up in what's going on in our life, we forget that other people need to get saved. You know, we've got to push that reset button, making sure that we're not missing those opportunities when God brings people across our path. And we can't win everybody, and we can't even witness to everybody that we come across. But there are people that the Lord brings across our path that he wants us to talk to. And that's the job for all of us to do. Father, I pray that you'd help us tonight. Thank you for your goodness. And Lord, as we look into the things to come, uh, we pray that you would help us, Lord, just to be challenged, uh, to realize, Lord, that uh, people that die without you uh, are going to suffer uh, just great judgment and i pray that you'd help us to be a witness uh, lord you have placed us here at this time for such a time as this and so just give us strength and help uh, speak to our hearts uh, protect us as we go our own ways but just use us please for christ's sake we pray amen thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed our service if you would like to hear more visit our website at bbc4me.org that's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.